1: Log Talk Radio.
0: You're listening to the Hollywood Boulevard Podcast, hosted by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis.
2: Welcome to the Hollywood Boulevard Podcast. My name is Alfred Crane, and I'm joined by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis. Welcome, fellas. Hey, Alfred. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tonight we're going to be- uh,
0: hey Alfred. Hey, Donnie.
2: I'm glad y'all are here. We're going to discuss the movie series of Rambo starring Sylvester Stallone. Ooh. And um, some facts though, I was doing some research today and found some pretty cool nifty things. Basically, it's about a Vietnam veteran who gets the bad treatment. He served his country and then they don't want him anymore. And he goes to this town. I can never figure out if it's Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon, but neither here nor there. Um, they're both wet, green, cold places, but um, it's based on the 1972 novel by David Morrell, and um, he wrote uh, the adaptations for First Blood Part Two and First Blood Part Three because he felt the movies didn't capture the depth of the character, and he did not write one for the Rambo Four, John Rambo, the last in the series. Because he felt that that was carried the depth and weight to carry the character and what his vision of John Rambo really was, and the movies expand, you know, went from 1982 to 2008 and then we or 2007 rather, and we got notified um, a notify a couple weeks ago they're doing Rambo Last Blood coming out this fall, and you'd think that as violent as First Blood was, there's only one death in it, and that's the guy who fell out of the helicopter. Yep. And um, yep. Al Pacino was considered.
0: It wasn't was even Rambo who really did it. It wasn't Rambo
2: no, who really he did just
1: it. It was doing rocks. Was, he, he certainly yeah, got blamed for it though. I know.
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> poor he, Rambo. He, he, Rambo never drew first blood. He always, he said they did first blood, not me. And then um, Al Pacino Ooh, okay, was okay, considered best Rambo. I've got, yeah.
0: I've got a question, real quick. Whenever you hear that phrase, who, you know, they drew first blood, not me, who thinks of Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia now? I do. You know, there was, I, I don't know if you guys seen, seen that, that episode of It's Always Sunny, but,
1: Johnny, I, I have you seen that? I don't, because I haven't, no, I, I, I don't watch Always Sunny, so I, I still think of Rambo or First Blood. Yeah, I don't either.
0: <laughs> okay, well, then it's just me, I guess. All right, moving on.
2: Go ahead. Continue but I thought it offered. was pretty funny that uh, Al Pacino was considered for the role, but he thought Rambo wasn't crazy enough. <laughs> and um, Rambo rode the same stunt horse in Rambo 3 that Indiana Jones rode in in The Last Crusade. They were filmed around the same time. And nice. um, the character of Julie Benz um, in Rambo 4, uh, Sylvester Stallone liked the series and liked her, and that's how she was cast. And, of course, Rambo 4 is banned in Myanmar. But um, before we delve into any more stuff, it, it spawned a cartoon series called Rambo, the Force of Freedom. And of some of my memories, I saw Facebook on, saw First Blood on HBO, and um, in my I was in elementary school, and I remember my friend Joe dressed as John Rambo with a canvas and headband for ele- our elementary school Halloween um, parade at turn road elementary in rome new york and then we moved to virginia and i saw rambo uh, first blood part two three and four in the theater um my buddies and i we would watch first blood part two over and over again on vhs um we counted the rockets from one of the Hilo fights and it fired more than 14 we think it was like 40 plus plus. and the vismat hind was really cool and um my buddy Brian and I loved the compound bow and the sound it made in the series. It was just so awesome. And then we played a uh, role-playing game called Twilight 2000, and my friend Brian's character had to have that compound bow. And uh, the other weapon sound we loved was the Super AK-47 that Arnold Schwarzenegger filed in Commando, and we wondered if there would ever be a Rambo versus Commando movie, which would have been cool. <laughs> but, that would have been um, pretty cool those movies are pretty awesome. And, and they capture the time period of the eighties, which was the, you know, the rescuing of PO, people returning from Vietnam, the rescuing of POWs and, um, the fighting in Afghanistan. And, um, it really was, you know, product of our time. It's a staple of when I grew up, we had Rocky Rambo. He tried to foray into Cobra, but they were up the time period. And I, I was really found to be good action movies. And, um, they were heavy on action for the second two. The first Blood and John Rambo really got into a story and into the psyche of the character. And um, in the book, First Blood, the character of John Rambo actually died at the end. Which, uh, sorry to spoil it for people, but it's um, if they didn't have, and I think they actually filmed that as an ending for the movie, but they, they decided did. to they keep did. going. So I'd like to open it up yeah. to Don for your um your uh, uh, first impressions of Rambo and your thoughts on the series.
1: Well, it's it's funny because um, the first Rambo, and this is, this is a common thing for me as a kid because uh, I grew up you know, couldn't go out to the theater very much because our family wasn't very well off. Um, so a lot of my uh, movie watching was done on like HBO or Cinemax or something. Um, and a lot of it's funny. A lot of the movies that I, I always I, – for some reason, I always saw the second film in a series before I ever saw the first, uh, I think just because of the time. So I saw, I saw Poltergeist 2 before I saw Poltergeist. I saw Star Trek um, – well, technically, I saw Star Trek 3 before I saw Star Trek 2. Um, but again, I saw Rambo 2 – or I saw Rambo before I saw First Blood. So I didn't really know anything about First Blood. I just knew – I started off when it became an action series because um, mm-hmm. I mean clearly the first one is more of a drama than anything um and of course you know the first one was was really uh like you said it's all about the Vietnam war and and, and uh, the atrocities of of the veterans uh and, and what they were you know dealing with when they came back um you know this and everything whereas you know slice Stallone kind of took the second film and then ran with it because I mean like you said at this time it was it was the it was a product of, of our age we were you know, we we felt we were invincible. Ronald Reagan was president. Um, we were, it was the age of excess. We were like, we were like the big, bad, you know, bastards that, you know, we, we, we could, we could crush anything. And Rambo 2 uh, and 3 are really, uh, really reflect that. Um, but I saw Rambo 2 and I loved it. Because uh, then again, I, my dad and I watched action flicks all the time. Saw Commando, you know, saw Terminator 2 and all that stuff. So I was really big in all those action flicks. predator was probably one of my favorites at the time. And uh, uh, so, and then when the, the animated series came out, I wasn't a big fan of it just because, you know, obviously they had to water it down. They couldn't, you know, show you the, the, the brutality and like the, the, the violence of the movies. And so I, it kind of left me a little bit cold, but I did collect the action figures uh, yeah. from it. So, and of course, because, with the action figures I could go, I could get, I could get as uh imaginarily blood, bloody as I wanted to like if I wanted Rambo you know running off you know killing all my other figures he was going to do it like cause he was unhinged. um I even had um the special Rambo AK47 machine gun that if you pulled the trigger it did a rat a tat tat it was there was some mechanic inside that made it go which was kind of cool and I had the package like it was weird they they really marketed a lot of strange shit in the 80s for kids they uh, did, that probably they did. shouldn't be marketed towards kids because I also got the – it was a pack that came with the knife and the little green necklace that he wore that, uh, that What's-Her-Name gave him in the second movie. So we were all running around that. playing Rambo and shit, and so Rambo had a really big impact on me growing up uh, just because, uh, because of the action uh, aspect of it. It wasn't until much, much later, probably in my early to mid twenties that I finally saw first blood for the first time. And it is such a different film from the other, from the rest. Well, I take it back. It's not a different film from John Rambo. John Rambo really tries to get more. It's kind of a combination of Rambo and first blood because it tries to get into the pathos of John Rambo, but still give you enough of him just tearing shit up with guns. So I think right. John Rambo is a is a is a good combination of, of what Rambo started off as and what Rambo became, uh, split it right down the middle. Um, but that's that's pretty much my experience. Like I, I love the series. Um, First Blood is probably my favorite just because I, I love the, the the humanizing aspect of it. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I love the, the the bloody action of the of two and three. Uh, but one, there's just like I said, just you know, going over the, the Rambo, the pathos of Rambo and his character, what he had to go through. Um, I still shed a tear at the very end when he does that monologue, you know, when he's, he's crying, like he is just tears pouring down. His, and I swear to God, if they'd have gone with the original ending where Troutman shot him, that, oh my God, I would have lost it completely. It would have been over. Um, but as it is, it's a, it's a great film. John Rambo is my second favorite because it tries to, like I said, um, marry both, you know, the, 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 the actionness of of two and three with the pathos of of the first one. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much my experience with Rambo as a whole. Uh, I never read the books, unfortunately, or the book, uh, the original book or anything, unfortunately, which I should. Uh, I was, I was doing that at that time. For some reason I didn't, I didn't pick that one up. Uh, But that's pretty much, I think that pretty much wraps up my, uh, my take on it.
2: It's funny you mentioned the books because I remember when, Rambo 3 was coming out. I couldn't wait for the movie, so I got the book and read it, and I was picturing the Russian commander, and that one is the commander in the second movie, but it was just, it was a well-done book. I used to devour yeah. books before movies back then, and I'm like, wait a minute, I want to be surprised at the movie. <laughs> and, and Mr. Moody, right? what was your impression? You want of to know my...
0: Uh... Yeah, so... um. I was unfortunately not allowed to watch uh, like very violent films when I was a kid. Um, not that like my parents were like you know fundamental Christians or anything, you know what I mean. But they were uh, they they were very. Uh, I, I was sort of a little bit sheltered when it came to that stuff because uh, they just I guess they didn't want to raise a psychopath, you know, or something. I don't know. Uh, they did later on. And look when at I you guys. Yeah like look at me now but back then I wasn't um, you know wasn't really into that stuff so um, you know I re- I wasn't really allowed to watch it so I watched it years later like actually literally watched First Blood for the first time last year when I was trying to do this whole like uh, watch, a, watch a new movie or so or watch a movie a day thing right. I bought the whole uh, uh, Rambo box set and uh, so I, I watched First Blood, and I was planning to watch all the other ones, except I've, I've you know, also seen, so I saw Rambo, John Rambo, um, uh, before I watched any of the other ones, um, which is fine. And, you know, you can actually do that. Like, it doesn't, you know, um, it probably makes you feel a little better if uh, you watch all of them in order, you know, which I did uh, just you know just now I kind of binge watched all of them uh back to back and everything and uh so I rewatched the first one and I watched the, the second and the third and the fourth and uh so my take now as opposed to when it was there cuz that's all I can give you um if I had to rank them which I think would be an interesting thing uh if you guys ever want if you guys want to do that too at some point and tell you which ones I'm going to say number one, number one, number one, you know, number four, I think is number two, number three is number three. And number uh, two is number four in my, my ranking from favorite to least favorite, I guess, you know, because I really enjoyed, uh, see, I think first blood was the one that was always on TV And stuff. So I kind of saw Mm -hmm. like bits and pieces of it on TV, but it was, you know, on TV. So a lot of it was, you know, down, you know, it was like TNT or something. So you really couldn't see a lot of the violence that, you know, you could see on the VHS or DVD or whatever. And so uh, I really liked it. But, uh, you know, looking back at it, I think uh, if I were a kid, I think part. But, you know, Rambo uh, part two would have been my favorite, you know, but as an adult, I can appreciate number one the most because it's uh, because it's a a really good film. You know, it's just a really well done movie that kind of just made him an action star. but He really wasn't. That wasn't what they were trying to do, I don't think, in the original movie. So that's that's my take on things.
2: It's it's pretty cool you talk about the, the the movies themselves and one thing just came to mind that um a young James Cameron wrote the was part of part of the I think with him um, John Milius, he wrote the script for First Blood Part Two mm-hmm. and uh, one of the right. cool things about First Blood Part Two is it featured the Cobra Kai Sensei Martin Cove himself and um, right. mm-hmm. and uh, the way to Eden's Charles Napier. Which is pretty funny seeing him as a CIA, gr- a grungy grungy CIA guy, and then he's playing a space hippie in Star Trek in the '60s. Right. And um, he pretty wild. It was Martin Cole was going to star in a Rambo-esque movie called Steel Justice in 1987, where he um instead of having a bamboo, um, uh, a jade necklace, he had a snake called a three-step <laughs> around his neck, which is kind of corny, but um, um the characters they brought into the series were pretty, pretty dynamic. Like I was talking to Jonathan Moody the other night and he had mentioned that David Caruso was in, um, first blood along with Brian Dennehy. And, um, Richard Crenna was in all the movies except for the fourth one, except uh, he was in some clips in the fourth one as his mentor. And I really thought his Richard Crenna's character as Colonel Troutman was very, um, a very interesting character because what was cool about the show or the movies is, you know, they're special forces, but you don't know the rest of the story, you know, how they're connected, and I love that mystery because a lot of movies nowadays will force feed you, kind of like Han Solo. They had to make an origin movie for Han Solo. I really didn't need that. I didn't really need an origin for John Rambo. I just know I just like watching his badassness unfold, and this Green Beret sure. comes in and says, you know, he'll give you a war you won't believe or or no, John Rambo said it, but he said something I can't remember what Richard Krenna said, if you remember which line he said, but he was like, you know, you guys are in for a ride if you don't let him go. So right. your thoughts on Richard Krenna or any of the other characters.
1: I I like the I mean the Richard krenna character is, is perfect. I mean it's uh you know, he's the sounding board, he's the you know, it's it's a I don't know if I don't know if it's ever been I don't know if it's ever been done before um you know cuz I don't watch a lot of war movies and stuff but you know having the 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 soldier go unhinged and, and just go nuts and then bring in the guy that made him to kind of talk him down uh and Krenna, Krenna brought a lot of gravitas uh to his character as well like you know where John Rambo was was clearly like suffering and in anguish and basically lashing out um, Krenna was the cool cucumber. He had in the room. He was the guy that was like cool and calculating. He knew, and I love the fact that he would throw shade at the at the sheriff's department, like every step of the way. Like every time they did something, he would basically just tell them that they're outright stupid without telling them. Especially Rich, uh, Brian Denny's character, like he was just like like he he was blatantly telling them without saying so much that you're a moron for doing this. Like he kept trying he to is. tell him. kept tra- like there's an easy way to do this. There's an easy way to handle this. And then he's like, Nope, we're gonna do it my way and Krennis like you're a moron and then he's like <laughs> yeah. especially when he gets to the part where he's like uh he's like you're gonna send that many people in, there's one thing you better you better bring with you and he's what? Body bags. <laughs> I, yeah, <that's> <laughs> I was, like, I was like, Holy shit, that's a great line. Um and you know, to have uh and like I said, I I've seen Richard kreta and other things, like the is really great because he can do comedy. He was in the he was in the movie um with John Candy. Uh um Oh shit! What the hell is it called? Um, Summer Rental. Uh, he was the he was basically the villain in Summer Rental, but he you know he played oh, that's he played right. the that's villain. A great villain. Some one of my parents' yeah. favorite. <laughs> um, and so he can sure. do comedy, and he you know he can do you know. So he has a wide range, of so so to see him go from like Summer Rental to something like uh, you know uh, First Blood, you know is is it's impressive, and then you know just to have him continue that on in a Rambo 2 where he you know he shows up pretty much plays the same uh same role uh you know basically he's he's the straight-laced guy that's basically there to tell everybody in the in the in the house that they're idiots for not letting you know not letting Rambo do his thing or, or not you know and then although the best part was you know bringing him in and letting him be a part of the action in part 3 i thought that was a nice change up um because you yeah. finally you know, you finally he gets to be in the shit instead of being on the sidelines talking all the time. Um, it's a shame right. that Richard of passed away before uh, John Rambo came out because it would have been cool to see uh, just exactly where uh, Troutman was at that point. Um, you know, considering at this because by the time you get to John Rambo, um, you know, basically Rambo has kind of embraced kind of like a Taoism, you know, like a like a he's he's you know trying to keep cool he's you know basically just trying to keep to himself you know he's he's running people up and down the river um you know and he's pulled back into it just because you know um uh you know because what's her name basically comes in and says hey we need your help we need you to help with these people and everything um but it be interesting to see how Troutman would have factored into that if, if krennan had been alive when they made it but um but yeah i think you know Kreno was great um Pretty much everybody in those movies is great, but, uh, you know, Kreta and obviously Kreta and, and Stallone are the two uh, top-notch performers uh, in that series.
2: Um,
1: what do you think, Jonathan? A...
0: So, um, first of all, um, I, uh, I, I heard that apparently Kirk Douglas was uh, up to be the part in, um, you know, and actually they'd even made uh, like a poster for it, and with you know, like Kirk Douglas in, you know, right, is in this and stuff, and uh, he got all the way out there, but then he disagreed with the ending, you know, and he argued with Stallone and them about how they wanted to end it, and um, he left, you know, he just took off. Oh wow! I, I, you know, I'm not going to do this. So. Um, you know later years later Kirk Douglas and Sylvester Stallone were in the um you know or talking Michael to each Douglas other and he, was that
2: Michael Douglas or Kirk Douglas Kirk Douglas Kirk Douglas and okay. he
0: said you know I really I just you know um you know I I think you you know my idea would have been very the artistic move and stuff but you, you know you guys did it the monetary like move like it was a, you know, he would have. He said he would have lost a billion dollars had they uh, not, you know, or had they gone with the way because he wanted Rambo to die, you know. Right. Um, however, Rambo, you know, didn't need to die, and it didn't. Uh, and and Sylvester Stallone felt like it was if he had died, um, he would have. It would have killed um, uh, all the the political, you know, stuff on it because. You know, sure. all all the Vietnam vets would have thought, well, that means that, you know, like what, there's no hope for me? Because that, you know, like this was supposed to be a hopeful thing for people who were sure. Vietnam vets who are dealing with this particular PTSD issue to go and say, Oh wow, look at this you know, look up to this guy and say, you know, I can survive as long as I, you know, whatever. So um so anyway, he ends up. Um, so Richard Crenna took over, and what I never realized, and I just I just found this out actually, just looking, doing a little bit more research. Um, Richard Crenna was actually the colonel in Hot Shots Part Deux, which was a Rambo parody. Oh
2: yeah.
0: So isn't that really that's so funny that he even parodied himself, in you know basically a Rambo parody, you know <laughs> like that seems pretty funny that shows his um you know that shows his range as an actor that he can also take a joke and joke on himself and enjoy it and i i appreciate him i I want the beauty is he's done so much work that um you said you guys said summer rental and a bunch of different movies that i it'll be fun to maybe do like a Richard Crenna night and just watch a bunch of his old time movies you know and look back at the, his amazing career cuz he has you know, um, he has done a lot of work, so there you go. Yeah, definitely. that's my was a
2: huge I
0: and I loved Rambo 3 I loved, I loved him being in the action, I loved him like, right, he was side by side with Rambo when they were fighting at the end and I just thought, oh my god, like that just got me super excited you know, and I wonder yeah, because I know he would have been very old you know and in, it in like what they would, I I do wonder what they would have done with his character. Would would he have had to be on the sidelines again if they had, you know? Um, but in part three, uh, I did want to mention this. Part three, I did like the fact that they had the uh, um the psycho in um uh was it uh in Robocop um the, the, you know from that 70s show what's his name um. What Kurtwood was Smith? It? Yeah, Kurtwood Kurt Smith. Smith. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, uh, they had him as the basically a, a, a sort of a small part, but he just basically comes in and tells Rambo, what, you know, he's playing the Troutman, basically that part. You know, he's basically. Or I thought he was gonna. I thought they were gonna go with the way with um, what's it that they did with uh part two where they made him the bad guy, you know, and it's another political, you know, thing. Um. Right. Like, yeah. You know, he has to go over there and punch that guy again. You know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they uh, didn't go that route, and I'm I'm thankful they didn't because I guess people could have saw that coming, especially since they knew like everybody. I think probably at that time everybody like knew him from RoboCop. You know, as the bad guy. So now all of a sudden, seeing him as the good guy one year later. You know, it probably threw a little pe- some people off because you know you didn't have that persona. I don't think at the time. So that was my right. those are my little takes on Richard Crenna and, and and company.
2: It's funny you mentioned Hot Shots because um there's the Charlie Sheen had the Rambo look in that, and Weird Al Yankovic did a parody I think in UHF where he did the Rambo yeah, did.
1: scene. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. We're wearing a really and, impressive bodysuit suit, uh, yeah. That, that I was like, "Holy shit, that that's that almost looks realistic." Holy crap, it did.
2: <laughs> and um, what do you think you that Weird Al like
1: Weird worked
0: out a little
1: bit? Oh well, I mean, as a no, as a, as a youngster, so. as a youngster, I didn't think, but it was just I I couldn't figure out how the hell the, I I didn't think he worked out, but I couldn't figure out how the hell they did it because I was like. Because it looked real, like it it had the it had the shimmer and the sheen of like real skin, and I was like, how the hell did they pull it off? And then I found out it like, it's like like a latex or a, or a foam padded suit or something, but but yeah. they really did a good job with it because it it definitely uh, it looked realistic enough. Like if I watch it now, mm-hmm. I look at it, I, I can clear I can clearly see that it's fake. But at the time, I was like, holy shit, that's amazing! How did they pull that off? Because I was like, there's mm-hmm. no way he worked out for this movie. Because you see him right. in the rest of the movie, and he's 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 you know thin as a stick, like he's not built at all. So uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty
2: funny. Me too. UHF is a classic. We could do a whole show on that. But I'm oh, speaking of man. the cartoon. Um, it's funny that one of the funny things me and my friends got uh, giggled about in the cartoon was um, okay, so Rambo in the cartoon is going on a mission. He's already got his headgear on, his boots tied, his knife in his belt. But then each time they had to go into the Rambo theme and do the thing where he puts his headband on, ties his boots, oh, yeah. his knife in.
1: <laughs> and it's like, he's
2: already dressed. Why are you going to show him getting dressed again? It was just kind of like the, I guess it was like the cool factor. They needed to fill time. But I was just like, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, that was a cartoon. They figured kids didn't know any better.
0: I mean, the cartoon is a cartoon, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes to, like, it's kind of like how the Toxic Avengers had a cartoon. Like, how can you make a cartoon out of a freaking, you know, sh- movie where people are just blowing each other up
1: and, and killing a <laughs>
2: right. cartoon? That, that, was like,
1: nice, that, was though, that was the 80s and early 90s. Like, they made adaptations of a lot of weird shit that you're like, how does this even fucking work? Karate yeah. Kid
0: didn't that have any, um didn't the Karate Kid and like Back to the Future have car- cartoons too? Which they they did crazy crazy the eighties man I really I I wish that a lot of those things would come back you know like I I want I want somebody to re- redo I want somebody to redo um the Ghostbusters uh cartoon like you know kind of bring it back like the that was a good, the, real, the
2: Ghostbusters. real Ghostbusters was a really good one.
1: They they yeah, kind of anyway. did bring it back in the in the mid 90s though because they they, cause they came back with the extreme Ghostbusters because everything in the right. 90s was extreme. Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't do very well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's because it was too extreme. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Very it wasn't so. that good.
0: I I I remember it like like what I liked about the real Ghostbusters was the guy that played uh that played Bankman Sounded like Vinkman like in a way, you know, enough that I was like, oh, right. okay, this is, you know, Um and funny enough, that guy did the voice of Garfield and then mm-hmm. Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield in the live Action stuff. So I guess life imitates art and imitates life kind of thing. It's
2: yeah. funny. <laughs> you know? One of the, speaking anyways, of extremes, speaking of extremes. Right the whole action sequence Rambo first blood part two where he's in the helicopter flying into the camp has got right. probably got the most ammunition expended for a limited ammo. i mean I know we're suspending reality but be sure friends, sure we like caught I think we counted the whole rocket sequence i mean he re- he would have run out of rockets like you know like sometimes I could like suspend my belief for so long but the action sequence was just when I was a, a kid, it was just, it was exciting. I mean, there's stuff blowing up. There's machine guns firing. It's just like, is the epitome of an action flick, but it had to culminate where he fires a rocket into the, out of the cabin of his UH-1 with the guys in the back of the rocket. I'm still like, okay, um, that wouldn't have worked out very well, but that's Hollywood. And um, I remember right. James Cameron said, um, he was kind of like, because of some of the cheesiness in the script. And, and he was like, well, I only wrote the action sequences. He was trying to distance himself from some of the um, the negative parts of the script. But, you know, when we're talking about our top four, when I was a kid, I would have definitely put First Blood Part Two as number one, number three is number two, and number one is number three. But um, looking back now, I would definitely probably go for um, – one, two, three, because just based on the cinematic, you know, the acting and the story, but for prior action, two and three were just amazing. And I'm a military historian and I love military equipment. And for the the effort they put into making the Hind or the Russian helicopter look Russian, just got a mega bonus points for me because it wasn't just another UH-1 a Huey helicopter right. that are all over the place with, with Russian markings, but the one the Russian general was flying in, and I think he's the same one in both movies just really got kudos from me. Hmm.
0: Well what would you uh of Johnny the, what would you rank? What would you rank them
1: real quick? I, I want to hear what your you know, ranking is. Well, I gave mine and
0: Alfred gave his.
1: My ranking isn't much different than yours um, I, I i only I would only make one swap and that's um, the first one is probably my favorite because once again and and just a just a side note too uh, before I go into the ranking um, another difference between the book and uh the the original first blood is the uh the intention the the message behind it because um, uh, the original novelization the author was trying to uh, peel back the layers of how awful the Vietnam War was, and and basically you know how what, and off the awful uh, 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 toll that it took on on its veterans, and basically you know he he was it was it was kind of an anti-war book, um, and then you know Sylvester Stallone got a hold of, of of the film and everything, and it turned and more into a hey let's cheer on the underdog uh, kind of thing. Um, it became more about you know this guy get pushed around now he's gonna push back and you you know and then. And then of course you know the series blew up from there and became all about hey we're USA USA we're destroying everything we win all the wars <laughs> and so the the original message from the book got lost and part of that is just because Hollywood didn't want to do especially coming right off the heels of a uh, of the Vietnam conflict they didn't want to like oh shit we don't want to we don't want to put that out there and go oh war is bad war is bad and you know and everything so they they kind of wanted to, and again one of the reasons why they didn't have the the original ending in there where he kills himself. That said, uh, I still think uh, the first movie is still very poignant, uh, very effective. Um, I, again, uh, just, I, I can't use the word pathos enough uh, apparently, but um, you know, the, the exploration of John Rambo as a character, what he's gone through. Uh, it's, it just, it resonates. Even even if you've never been in a situation like that, you can, you can, you feel what he's going through and you can, you just, you, it's, it's a, it's a slice of, it's a bad slice of Americana that that you that you try to sweep under the rug, and it's so effective and it's so moving and it's so, uh, so it's it has so much weight to it that the first one is definitely my number one. Um, John Rambo is my number two for the same reason. I think if if you if you cut out parts two and parts three, one and four make a perfect bookend, uh, uh, uh duo. Um, because you don't really need to watch two or three to 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 know you know what Rambo's gone through because John Rambo is a continuation of the shit that he had to deal through in the first movie. You can skip over two and three because that's when you get into the action oriented stuff, uh, and it's just more of an exploration of the the scars that John Rambo has been through and what he has to do to survive. Um, and mm-hmm. then so one and four are my one and two. Um, Part 2 is my number 3 mainly because that's the one I remember watching the most as a kid cuz it was on cable all the time and it's just so much fun. It's just it's ridiculous in 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 its in its execution. Uh you know again like 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 you were saying Alfred with the with with the you know infinite number of, he had the infinite bomb code like the Konami code was activated yeah. on his goddamn helicopter. He had like infinite missiles, which is which is the scene they make fun of in UHF because he blows up like twenty different things, and you know, um, but it's so much fun because it it and it totally takes the first movie and turns it on its ear and makes it about something completely different, you know, where the first one was like oh man poor John Rambo, and then in the second one you're like yeah John Rambo, um, but mm-hmm. in, as an action film I, I I have a special love for it. The third one, the third one's interesting because the third one is basically if you look back at it. Uh it's Rambo helping the Taliban. Uh which is which is an interesting I mean, considering what we know of the Taliban now, uh at the time we were kind of I wouldn't say we were friends with the Taliban during that time period, but the uh the relationship with the Taliban was a lot more uh friendly. Um and so the movie basically has Rambo helping the Taliban, um which is which is hilarious if you look at it you know under the current microscope. But uh but three is probably my least favorite. It that doesn't that's not to say that it's bad. It's just uh, and I love the aspects of it. It's just that two I watch so much more, and it cements me it's i have there's there's a warm and special place. it's like putting on a warm sweater that I've had for years. There's just something comfortable Aww. about part two over three, so that, that's my ranking is one, four, two, and three that's awesome, awesome. You bring up a good point about um
2: a two and three. it was also the height of the cold war, and anything yep. against the Russians was good, <laughs> mhm. Yeah, red dawn <laughs> you know, missing or invasion USA, um Oh shit yeah. anything, you know, it just 'cause I mean you know, the Russians were the baddies in, in both. And um, just there was something just about that is also another product of the time being a product of the Cold War. Um one well, of my I, favorite lines like... me and my friend Go ahead, Jonathan. Go ahead though.
0: No, uh, go ahead, Alvin.
2: I was just gonna say one of my favorite lines from um, the Rambo movies. It was just so it was just kind of stupid, but in, in Rambo 3, when he's going over his equipment, he pulls up a light. One of those. Um, he goes, "What's this do? It's a blue light. What to do? It turns blue." And that was just one of those <laughs> like silly lines. It was. It still is like me and my friend Jason still quote to this day just when something silly's going <laughs> on, what to do with terms blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh
0: that's great. Um I was just gonna say three and four, uh when it comes to like bad guys or whatever, um, those two had like kind of the the more boring bad guys, you know, of all the especially four. Four had, like, the most boring bad guy I've ever seen on um, on <laughs> film because it was more like him against everybody else or whatever. But the guy that was there was just walking around telling people what to do, you know? He still had a little bit of a sinister, like, look and, and feel them. But, like, literally all he was doing was smoking a cigarette and telling people what to do. And I was like, dude, food. at least <laughs> – at least the guy in the third one was in a helicopter trying to, to you know to shoot him or kill kill uh Rambo and he couldn't he couldn't find Rambo the whole time so he's know going around looking for Rambo like where where is this guy you know what's going on like how's he taking out all my my guys you know even though I can't find them you know right, right. and uh and he even says like something where he goes like you know the the bad guys just like who are you you know right and he's like, "I'm your worst yeah. nightmare." I'm like, "Oh, come on, really? Seriously? Was that like? I wonder if that was the first time somebody actually said that on film, and now it's just annoying because it's such a you know cliche line i 'I'm your worst nightmare.' Sure. And I wonder if he was the one who coined it or whatever, or if it was just a phrase that most people so. were using. And yeah. So.
2: Well, um, that was I don't cool. Know. I remember hearing in. Um in Rambo, John Rambo when he when the compound bow came back into action and they're like you know what's up bow man and then it's like all of a sudden they're pin- they're trying to figure out what to do and then here comes Rambo with his compound bow and he just kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I, I do want to say real quick that it is about to end in about four minutes or so so um, before it ends I want to let everybody know uh, I guess the last uh, Monday um, and was the last Monday and um, uh, next next month. Like each time, it's going to be the last Monday. So everybody always expects Hollywood Boulevard to be the last Monday in July. You're going to be doing Jaws. Jaws. All right. Awesome.
2: Dung, 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 dung.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm totally so stoked, especially since it's around Shark Week, you know, and stuff. And right. I think that's just going <laughs> to gonna be a lot of fun uh to talk about oh course, sure I probably wanna listen hopefully so anyway uh I guess that uh, we could wrap this up you know uh, I wanted to wrap this so with it a through. quick
2: one minute um what do you think what are you expecting or do you just wanna keep an open mind about Rambo Last Blood? I'm I think Rambo for Last a... Go,
1: Go ahead, ahead Donnie Oh I was just gonna say I think Last Blood is going to be more of uh, what we saw in uh, John Rambo. I think because Stallone is telling a very, I wouldn't say personal story in this, but he is definitely more interested now in Rambo's journey. And that's what this, I think that Last Blood is going to be the completion of that journey. You know, basically starting off from, you know, being the Vietnam vet who's getting shit upon by America. To you know, f- finding himself out in, in the you know in the jungles, just trying to survive and just trying to make a life for himself, to now being a rancher who's like, look, just leave me alone, Mexican cartels. You know, I, th- I think it's just it's going to be another personal journey, and I think it's going to be uh, maybe a final one. But I think I think Sergeant Stallone said he's open to do another one if this one does well. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking, uh, like, so it might not Jane. be
0: the last one.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, the the last
0: two, the last one. Rambo fights or
2: something. the uh, nursing know. home assistants.
0: <laughs> maybe, you know, or him having Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's and PS- PTSD at the same time. Oh my goodness. That would be interesting.
1: Jesus Christ. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> but I'm
2: looking at, a, at, a, at a coda, like where it wraps up the saga of John Rambo and maybe leaves it up kind of like a Grand Torino or a, you know, like a, Clint Eastwood kind of putting a coat on all his um, characters. But I'm looking forward to a pretty good action flick, and um, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see John Rambo come back, and, um, and I'm hoping it's good. Sure. Yeah, me too. Definitely. All right.
0: Well, thank you guys today. This is awesome. I really loved uh, yeah, talking Rambo. I loved watching them. I love I love doing this show because I have an excuse to watch movies, and you know, not it's feel true. like I'm just wasting my time. You know, um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I can't wait to rewatch all the Jaws movies. You know, one through uh, four. Um, you know, and everything, and and talk about that. So that's gonna be so much fun. So I thank you guys. I think we're gonna
2: need a bigger pod. I think we're gonna need a bigger podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be what the right, episode dude. is called.
2: <laughs> um, all, all right. Dude, well, thank you
0: guys. Awesome. All
1: right. Well, Thanks, have Donnie, a great one, everybody. Donnie. And thank you guys
0: all for
1: listening. Yep. Bye. Are have a good night, everybody. Bye. Y'all too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
1: oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?